Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo. We specialize in author interviews, audiobook, and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards. We also feature our fun and short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip to share on our very own Boom Bang Oh My Gosh Wow podcast, which you will find right along with the rest of our offerings at speakuptalkradio.com. Well, right now, I am just thrilled to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you. She is Marika Lexman, and her winning book is titled The Wand. Marika reads tarot cards, loves food, photography, and travel. She has three sassy little dogs that she likes to take everywhere, and they have their own Instagram account. Get that. Her background is in filmmaking, which enabled her to travel and live around the globe. Storytelling is in her blood, from saving her allowance from a very young age to buy books, to her master's degree from the Dutch Film Academy. Fantasy and science fiction are her favorites. She prefers to write fun and mystical stories. Her attraction to nature and places with a magical history brought her to New Orleans and the west coast of Ireland, which has become the inspiration for her book series, The Madigan Chronicles. And I've been looking forward to this conversation, so let's get started. Welcome to the network, Marika. Hi, Pat. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you for being here and calling in all the way from Ireland. Uh, we have such a beautiful day today. It's sunny, and that's, I can tell you it's not always the case here, so we thoroughly enjoy it at the moment. Oh, excellent. You'll just get outside and enjoy some vitamin D. For sure, yeah. Absolutely. Well, listen, my friend, <laughs> congratulations on the book win. Oh, thank you so much. I was so thrilled to find out I was the winner. Just amazing. Oh, that is. That's always exciting. You put yourself out there, and then you wait and wait and wait, and and when you get the announcement, yeah, it's just thrilling. It was something perfect to wake up to. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm happy. Listen, before we start talking about your book, I really have to say how much I enjoy your website. There's just so, a great feeling about it, from your magical cocktails and your irresistible baking recipes. And I've even posted on Twitter about your pizza bread, and I mentioned it to you. I'm that's on my list. My next thing I'm going to make. It looks fabulous. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's just I wanted to create a little bit of a world outside the books that could give people a little bit of a feel what it's about, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I really got swept away by it. I just love cooking and, you know, stuff like that. So I could integrate all things I love in the website. So that's, yeah, it's been an experience. (laughs) Well, I bet you get a lot of great feedback on that because it is actually... It is an experience to open your website and find that. It's not what you typically expect from an author website, but I think it really speaks to you, who you are, and to your book series. I think it's fun to make something slightly different, and um, I love doing little quirky things. So (laughs) (laughs) it was, um, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, it just, as you said, it expresses a little bit of who I am and who the witches are. It's a combination of things. Yeah, well, while we're talking about it, let's just make it clear that the website is underthewitcheshat.com, underthewitcheshat.com. Love it. Ah, yeah. (laughs) It's definitely coming from under the witches' heads, I can tell you that. (laughs) Well, let's dig into that. So your winning book is titled The Wand, which is part of a mystical, magical six-book 
series. So tell us more about the series, and then we'll dig into the book, The Wand, in a bit. Uh, well, the series is uh, about three generations of witches that have to um, struggle to keep an elemental object, power object, safe. Uh, but basically, I think it's about family. Uh, it tells about uh, relationships and also the, the mingling of the generations. And I explore um, all sorts of things like balance, because I'm also believing a big believer in the, you know, there's not all good or all bad. I think, you know, people have good parts and bad parts. It's just what you do with it. And sometimes circumstances, and uh, through all these characters, I can explore a lot of that. And, um, yeah, obviously I love magic, so I take that for a run. I, I was going to ask that question. So these are aspects of people that you could have put out there in many different ways. Why witches? Well, I'm a, a, a pagan myself. I, I always say I'm a witch, and I try to live through the to the cycles of nature. And um, so I make the spells you can buy on my website myself. And um, I just loved fantasy from a young age. So I love mixing real things with a healthy dose of fantasy and. Um, it's such a joy to do that. I, I never thought I would enjoy um, writing as much as I do. It's just 20 years ago, I would never thought I would go down this path. Mm -hmm. But um, I just love being in people's heads and just run wild in my own head, basically. Uh, was there something that was the catalyst that, that kind of gave you that urge to write? Well, we, uh, I worked in the film industry in the Netherlands, and at a certain point, my husband got a job opportunity in the U.S., and we decided to move there, and I went from full-time working to absolutely nothing, and I can tell you that was quite a shock to my system. I thought, you know, uh, Europe and America are more or less the same, but I still found that it was culturally very different. And going from always working to doing absolutely nothing was just, I really had to uh, reevaluate my own life. And um, then I started screenwriting and because it turned out I had all sorts of stories in my head. And I thought, you know, I, you know, you have to all of a sudden fill your time. And it's strange if you're not used to having all that time and you have to do something with it. And I just started writing. I enjoyed it. And. I wrote actually a pilot for a TV series about the witches and people encouraged me to write a book. And I thought, oh, you know, a book is something totally different. It's such a long form and felt like you needed so much patience for it, which I generally don't have a lot of. So I found myself, I think in 2018 or something, finally in Ireland. And um, I had time on my hands. I didn't have another project going. And I thought, you know what? Let's just give it a try. And I just love it. I simply love it. I love to be able to explore the characters more, to go more with the flow, to really look things from different perspectives and have the freedom uh, to express feelings, which is more difficult in a screenplay because it's a totally different kind of writing mm -hmm. because you have to show what people are feeling. You can't really 
just say what they're feeling or just explore what's going on in their heads. And um, yeah, I just love doing it. Oh, wow. I, I must say that I am envious of that because I too am short on patience when it comes to that aspect of writing. I can write business books. I can do children's books, um, how to, you know, those type of things that pertain to my field of expertise. And I just always wish that I would be able to translate that into, into a novel or into a book series, um, just to be able to really develop characters. So I'm impressed that you were able to manage to do that and then find that you enjoy it so well. Well, I still have to sometimes sit down and think, oh, you really have to completely write it out. You know, sometimes I get tempted, especially if I get to the end, I just want to quickly <laughs> tell you how it ends. <laughs> I think, no, stop. You have to go back, take your time to, um, yeah, describe it and, you know, get into your characters because I'm still tempted. But I can encourage you just to try it. You might surprise yourself. <laughs> First, I need the time. <laughs> That's generally a problem, yeah. <laughs> I need to find a little bit of time. I love that. All right, well, let's um, maybe share a peek into this specific book, The Wand. In The in the Wand, I have multiple twins in my books. One is the grandmother and her evil twin, let's put it like that. And then she has two granddaughters that are also twins, and they end up with uh, the power objects in the end in the wands, uh, but they got estranged at some point in time and in this book I really explore how they reconnect their relationship and um, yeah I have a lot of fun with that and one of the um, one of the sisters she has uh, a childhood trauma which she has to you know she turns out to be a siren and she has to come to terms with that. And uh, that's also quite a journey. So um, that's a big part of that book. And also a part of my book plays in fairy, in a fairy world. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the family members found out that her father is not a, is a fairy. It's not her father she thought yet, just a human witch father. Mm -hmm. And um, she's drawn into the fairy world, and she really has to come to terms there. So I think it's really a lot about also about transformation and uh, finding some sort of peace with who you are. Mm -hmm. Something I hope that makes any sense. It, it does okay. because it's something that we could all relate to, um, even though you're putting it into a fantasy package. I think, you know, finding out who you are can be a lifelong journey. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something that um, I think that starts when you grow up and you're a teenager and you have really figure out who you are. But, you know, in your 20s, it doesn't mean that you figured out everything already. Hopefully not. You know, sometimes also I think by realizing you don't know certain things, you keep growing. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's just, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's fascinating to, to find out who you are and then have the courage to actually be who you are. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's also in people's nature to try to conform to the group. Yes. And um, I love it if people can be themselves. 
and not be put in a box, whatever the box is. But, you know, people love labeling things. You're this or you're that. I, I think people should just be themselves and whatever that is or whoever that is, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just we should celebrate our differences and try instead of trying to uh, really uh, push uh, certain labels on people. Oh, for sure. And isn't that a message for our times? Yeah, so it's it's something that keeps me busy, and I love exploring that in the books, and I do that through, you know, being magic or finding out that you're part fairy or a part demon or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, I think it's, it's, it's hard to be yourself, but it's also so worth it if you can find that peace. Yes, and also maybe even to realize that once you think you found yourself, that it's okay to maybe change your mind and find a new aspect that you hadn't realized before and and explore and embrace that. Exactly. You know, uh, life is not set in stone and also um, you don't have to do the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think it's wonderful. I'm a very fortunate person to be able to live in two places. Yes. And they're very different, but it also forces me to go out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And um, I found that in the end, the gift. It's hard and sometimes terribly uncomfortable. But on the other end, once you step over that, you get such satisfaction from it or you, you learn stuff. And it's, ama- it's an amazing thing. It is. Actually, it's kind of... I don't know the word for it, but when you stretch yourself and when you feel uncomfortable, actually there is some enjoyment, I think, in the discomfort if you want to look at it that way, because from that there is growth. I agree. And it's something that is strangely can be strangely addictive. <laughs> I used to be a very homebody before we moved to America. I you know, I I I, I would love to go on a holiday or see new things, but I I just didn't step out that much but by moving to another country I really forced myself to step into the world and now if I'm two months in one spot I think gosh I would love to go somewhere (laughs) (laughs) you got wanderlust (laughs) yeah and you just that weird feeling that if you drive somewhere the the panic or still the you know it's always some cities can be a little scary or you know you drive around you don't know exactly where you are and then you all of a sudden like in Ireland, you drive on the other side than in America, so you have to, you know, switch that part of your brain. And, you know, it's just, it's good to push yourself it to is. a limit sometimes, it I is. think. I like it myself. So you can do that through your characters. Let's talk about your characters. Who are they? Do they find you? Do you find them? How How do you develop your characters? I have always been fascinated by family dynamics. So um, I think uh, bottom line, all my stories have some form of family in there. And then uh, family, I see family as, um, you know, by blood, but also family as a sort of friends or a group of people you work with. That can also be a form of family. You know, there's always some sort of dynamic. And um, I think... The characters, um, in this case, specific case for the Madigan Chronicles, I was just, I love reading tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you have the major arcana that is from zero to 21, and they each represent, um, 
yeah, it's sort of uh, something you have to go through personally. Uh, like you have uh, the empress, she is the old mother. And um, I thought it would be fascinating to have a whole family that would represent the major arcana of the tarot cards. So the Medinger family are actually 22 people, and they each represent one of the cards. And that even happens literally in book two, Mm -hmm. when uh, Seamus, the grandfather, had made a magical tarot deck, which everybody depicted on it. But the thought behind the characters, they are based on these archetypes that the major arcana represent. And I play within that. And obviously I take liberties Mm -hmm. because I think, you know, I don't want to get stuck with just these specific things. But mainly that's where they're based on. And um, so that's where these characters come from. And that's why there are also so many. Mm -hmm. Because even though I don't touch on all the family you know, you have, I, I still make choices. Right. But, um, yeah, oh. there's also a family tree in my book. And then you can see which people correspond with which card. Right, right. That is so fascinating that you can meld your love and your interest in tarot cards into the into your books. Oh, it's, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's fascinating. <laughs> because also, you know, I took the tarot cards in this specific series uh, to a new level because also each chapter starts with a tarot card right and they are designed by my friends and artist uh, Nicole Ruigrok and um, they are from one to ten the minor arcana so they're more like the daily life and they are the mm-hmm. pentacles and the wands and the swords and the cups <sighs> and each card sort of foreshadows a little bit what happens in that the theme of that particular chapter mm-hmm. very very well done i i love this and you mentioned your illustrator and you are best friends with your illustrator that's got to be such a neat relationship uh it's uh it's so exciting to after all these years i know her since i was six and um it's so fun to finally find a project that we can actually work on together. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, I have four older brothers, so I don't have any sisters, but I always feel that she's a little bit like my sister. <laughs> I love that. Did she do the cover? No, she didn't. I, we see just, just the tarot cards, and um, our goal is that after the six books, we will, in the end, uh, publish a complete tarot deck. Ah, okay. Excellent, which you'll probably make available on your website, right? Yes, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) You have a very cool shop page as well, so I'll put a plug out for that too. Um, So let's talk about your cover, though, because it's a a beautiful cover. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I uh, I self-published through Book Baby, Mm -hmm. and I have them handle the covers. And um, I find um, uh, they do a really good job mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, and, but also I learned, I must say, from the whole process, every time, better to express what I want from it. Uh, it's also a learning curve. Yes, the, the covers are always a challenge to try to communicate to somebody else what it is that you're feeling, and hopefully they can represent that for you. It's, uh, I must say, that really helped me already with the tarot cards uh-huh. by 
forcing uh, me to explain what I'm looking for. And, you know, Nicole puts her input on it and together we get somewhere. I got better in really expressing my thoughts in my head, how I see things, because, you know, what you see in your head is totally different. And I also think you have to let the artist who do the work for you give a certain freedom, Mm -hmm. because if you restrict them too much, you um, kill the creativity. So it's a balance in explaining how you feel and what the feeling of your book is, because I think that's in the end the essence of your cover. It's not necessarily that it literally translates what it's about. Right. It needs to convey the feeling of the book. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely and right. And if people see it, they are drawn to it. Mm-hmm. And by being able to express that feeling, you have to give certain handles. You know, you can say I want this on it like I mentioned butterflies to the designer and uh, if it's him or her I don't know but they use that on the cover of the one mm-hmm. but how they did it or who the the colors or you know I said maybe something like that like bright colors or you know I wanted red in the cover that was important in this story for me and you know what else they do you have to let it go also a little mm-hmm. bit and let yourself be surprised because otherwise, yeah. um, you know, you have to also trust somebody else's knowledge and mm-hmm. uh, artistry. It's very true. It's a delicate dance, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's the feedback? What have you heard from readers? Uh, people, I think the ones, um, I get very nice feedback, and especially on the cover. People love the covers mm-hmm. from the book. And I think... Um, Book two and three are just a little bit more cheerful in that sense. So um, I do feel that it speaks to people, mm-hmm. which is nice. And um, what I, what's personally nice for me is the feedback on the books is that I feel um, that it even speaks to people who are not particularly uh, always reading fantasy. Right. What is next for you? What are you working on now? I'm working on book four because this will be a six book series. Mm-hmm. And um, because my whole story is 40 chapters long and I have very long chapters. So uh, like this book has only seven chapters, book four. Uh, yeah. And I'm currently starting chapter six. I just finished yesterday, chapter five. and um, Well, at least the first version. <laughs> I, exactly. I, at a certain point, I just want to get the whole story out and then I'll start rewriting and do some other things, but I hope it will be finished by the end of the year. Okay. So, um, and then, yeah, the two more books to go. And I do have plenty of ideas for next series. So, but I, I, I decided to do one at a time. I find it difficult to um, switch between stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a challenge. It's also a challenge to wait as well, though, because I'm sure there's ideas brewing and bubbling uh, about your next series and you've got to put that on the back burner. Do you make notes and, and have like a stack of ideas for when that happens? I have, a, I always say it's very busy in my head. <laughs> There's <laughs> lots of people talking. <laughs> That's one of the things I found out during the COVID. Yes. My husband travels a lot for his work. He works. And um, so we're not home that often together for longer periods of time. Mm. And with the COVID, we were home together for a year. <laughs> and 
Then we found out that out loud, I actually talk to my characters all the time. <laughs> I didn't realize because I'm home alone a lot. Yeah, you just dub it, dub it, dub it, dub it. And uh, he said, maybe you can just say my name before it's for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You learn so much about yourself. He learned so much about you. That is funny. Yeah, yeah, it was just hilarious because I know I have long conversations with my characters in my head and um <laughs> uh yeah, that's also how I um I'm I'm a big believer, you know, I sit down, I write. If I'm if I don't know what to write, I get up and do stuff and then I let it percolate in my head like I go and walk the dogs on the beach and then on the beach I, my characters have conversations with each other. I have conversations with the characters and that's how the idea then sometimes just plops into place. And then I come back home and I know what to write. <laughs> I just got a mental image of people saying, it's that lady with the three dogs. She's talking to herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably how I'm known in the neighborhood now. <laughs> no, I'm <Sure>. kidding. <laughs> just kidding you. Uh, you're... Oh, it's okay. I, you know, I don't mind. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, listen, as we begin to wrap up, is there anything we missed that you wanted to talk about today? Oh, nothing specifically. I just love talking about the books and about my characters. And um, yeah, I also love to take pictures. So uh, people can always find me on Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out. And I have multiple Instagram accounts. So I have one for the witches, which is, of course, called Under the Witch's Head. Then I have my own one, which I basically use for pictures of nature. I just love um, connecting to nature. And it's always, um, if you look there, there's, there's nobody in that world. It's just pictures of mm -hmm. animals or mountains or sea. Or, and it's called Marike Lex. And then uh, I have the dogs, Urban Dog Squad. And um, they are uh, very prolific on uh, Instagram. <laughs> They're busy. Urban Dog Squad at Instagram. That's so cool. I have to check that one out. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of fun, especially now here in Ireland. They love that they can be off leash a lot. So, oh, uh, yeah. So you, you've got to travel with them back and forth. I do, but I only take, uh, I, you know, I go for longer periods of time. So yes. that's why I take them. If I do really short trips, I'm, I'm, I don't want to sure. fly them or something. Sure. Yep. But if I can, I take them. I, I just, you know, I, they, they're, my, they're my family and I just take them everywhere. So uh, sometimes I don't go places because I can't bring the dogs. Oh. What it is. I, yeah. I understand. I have 13 cats who rescued me, so I seriously oh, cannot 13. travel. Oh, wow. <laughs> my my top, top amount is eight cats at some point, so <laughs> there's always one who has more. Oh, my gosh. I love these guys. They showed up on my deck, and every time they show up, I think there's a sign actually over the house that says, you're welcome here because the strays show up. And it's like, <laughs> That's okay. More, the more, the merrier. So, no, I don't travel either because they have such peculiar ways you know this one has to eat over there these two don't want to eat next to each other this one wants to sit there and if somebody came in to try to figure all that out nobody would eat nobody would sleep and so i can't do that to them so i stay home uh, kids are awesome <laughs> they are i love that yeah yep. 13 wow yep 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 that must say a lot about me too right <laughs> yeah, in a good way in a good way <laughs> Alrighty, any other contact information or anything else you want to share before we begin to wrap up? 
No, you know, if you Google the books, you can find it on my name. You will you'll find the books. And uh, if you want to know more about witches or you're interested in a spell, you can check out Under the Witch's Head. Absolutely. What a pleasure to talk with you today. I was just so excited about our conversation. I knew I was going to have a good time. So the website is Under the Witch's Hat and the winning book is titled The Wand. You are so special. Thank you for sharing you. Thank you for finding us and sharing your book with us. And I hope we can do more of this. That would be lovely. Thank you so much for having me on the show.